Hi, and welcome to The Light Leaders, a podcast for light workers who want more money, power, and impact. I'm your host, Alex E. Lember. I believe that we are currently in the middle of a global awakening of humanity and that leveraging entrepreneurship is the fastest way to raise the consciousness of our planet. So in this podcast, I interview light workers and conscious entrepreneurs who follow their soul mission and have built a business around it. I call them light leaders, and this is the new paradigm. You will hear their stories and more importantly, receive tools, tips, and strategies on how you can also impact more people and grow your business while following your soul mission. If you hear little nuggets you love and you'd like to share, Screenshot this episode and share on your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag us at the Light Leaders Podcast and we will repost. There's a device I love and use almost every day. It's called the Healy. It sends specific frequencies to the body. It's been developed by quantum physicists from Germany and it is the next evolution of health and well-being. It has amazing results. On top of it, it's an entrepreneurial opportunity. This is how I monetize my lifestyle, my brand, and this podcast. So if you're interested in getting this amazing device for yourself, or also in the entrepreneurial opportunity, I would love to help you. You can go to www.thelightleaders.org slash Healy, H-E-A-L-Y. Hi, and welcome to this new episode of The Light Leaders. Today, I'm with Sarah Blacka. Sarah is a feminine leadership expert. She created multiple six-figure freedom lifestyle businesses, and she's passionate about creating leaders and teams that are operating in the highest creative frequency. She is passionate about activating thriving communities and projects that build a beautiful new world. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. So Sarah, what are you grateful for today? Oh, good question. I'm actually really grateful for that little uh, meditation we just did before. Mm. Um, and I'm running the Being program on Healy and mm. I'm noticing more and more just moments to be still, be present. Like that to me is where there's just so much juice and richness. So mm. yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, there's presence, plenty more yeah. things, plenty more things. Presence and gratitude. Sometimes I'm, I'm grateful for my gratitude practices. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> So Sarah, I like to give um, uh, some background context for the listener. Yeah. Starting with what's your greater why? What's your vision for the world and what motivates you? And also, how do you bring that vision into manifestation through your business? Oh, I like that because that's really what it's about for me is grounding. Like I, I believe we all have a big vision and mission on our mm -hmm. heart. And then there's another piece to actually grounding that into reality. And that's mm -hmm. been a, a beautiful journey for me. So if I look back like to when I started waking up and started having visions about what the world could look like, it really was community orientated. So in my biggest vision, um, 
I think I always just saw that, you know, when I was back in Australia and you live in a house and there's four walls around you and you don't know your neighbour and people are struggling financially and they're working all these hours and cars and traffic and, you know, health and... Like, I I was just like, "Mm, something just just doesn't feel like this is fully thriving human Mm. beings. And so... Yeah, my vision and journey has to become how do we create real freedom? How do we really follow our highest calling and live from the heart? How do we develop communities where everybody is thriving and is abundant in income, in food, in water, in nourishment? I mean, we're very blessed here in Bali. Uh, And how do we create communities that are entrepreneurial and, and create projects that are sustainable and you know, really supportive of the earth and, uh, you know, also like back to how do we relate more in tribe and community and raise kids in a different way. So mm. it's the bigger vision is really what, how do we create this new way of being, which we talk a lot about in our community and um, and how that is manifesting mm. currently. I mean, I've had several businesses, but as you'll know, I, I'm a leader in Healy and I feel like it's a great way to work together to create freedom Mm. um to inspire and work in geniuses in a way that that uh is practical like not a woo-woo like yeah all collaborating and co-creating abundance like these terms get just like thrown around very Mm. airy fairy but this is a i i live this day in day out of collaboration co-creating abundance optimizing health uh and a lot of the people that Mm. get drawn to work with me want to buy land and want to do project like want to buy land and raise kids in a certain way and so it's yeah I feel like it was a bigger vision that I didn't know how to anchor and now uh that plus I do you know coaching and other projects but that is it's grounding in to Mm. to the real world it's not just Mm. an idea yes and just to give a bit of context to the listener uh, I start my podcast each time talking about this little device called the Healy that sends frequency to the body. And now it is commercialized through network marketing. So the idea is that when you distribute the pure product, you make commission from it and you can build teams. And so it is one tool to create a freedom lifestyle. Yeah. And that's how we met. Yes, that is how we met. uh, Because we're both part of this, uh, what I find is a beautiful community, a great, great product. And, um, I think you said something that's super interesting. It's that a lot of people talk about creating the new earth, co-creating the new earth, generating abundance. Um, But often people, they have different conceptions and it's until they start actually working together and concretely creating projects, um, uh, sharing resources together that you can see maybe it wasn't fully aligned and that's where you go into... Uh, more depth about what it actually means to collaborate to create community from the utopia to the actual yeah there's there's Mm. a few like things that get dismantled when you go from the idealistic to the Mm. to the day-to-day and it teaches us a lot about ourselves Mm. when we actually um you know live it to day to day Mm. and you're like oh okay i thought that was a cool idea but it's not and uh yeah i learn a lot through through community and through working with others. So, yeah. Nice. And so to give a bit of background on um, your story, I'd be interested to know, well, first, if you had, if you can remember a moment that was like a aha moment that made you think, okay, I want to embrace 
a career path, an entrepreneurial path where, um, because you say everyone has a vision, but most people haven't clearly defined their vision, maybe mm. at an unconscious level, but to have a vision and to say, okay, my business is going to align with that is not something mo most people have done. So did you have a moment when you said, okay, I want to, um, I want to work, that's my why and I want to work towards it. And then how did you do? I know you've been in all the network marketing businesses mm. or doing coaching. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, the why has evolved and deepened over time. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember it was probably 10 plus years ago. Like mm -hmm. I was in corporate health with Taryn, actually. She hired mm -hmm. me for my first job. Okay. Taryn, who, who yeah, has been on this podcast She's been on this before. podcast too. And I remember like I was in health and I cared about health and I wanted to, Im I always was like so lit up by like, what do you get excited about in mm. life and how can I help people be healthier? And so I always had that, but felt very limited in a corporate environment in corporate structures to really express that and support people with that. And then I remember it sounds cliche, but I came to Bali, read a Tim Ferriss four hour work week <laughs> book, which I'm sure many of you have. And that was actually my aha moment because that was a paradigm shift. No one I knew in my circles mm. was talking about that. Tara and I read it together and it, it activated something in me where I'm like, oh, that's, that's possible. Like I could live in mm. Bali one day and now we're sitting here in a podcast <laughs> room in Bali. Um, I've definitely lived in Bali for, for many years on and off now. So, uh, but yeah, I literally, it says at the start of that book, do not read this book unless you want to quit your job. I went back, I take action when I'm inspired, I quit my job and I just was like, I'll figure it out. And mm. I did. And there were many twists and turns and freedom was always a big driver, like yeah. freedom for, for me and for others to be fully expressed. Um, and then, you know, as you hit rock bottoms on your entrepreneurial freedom mm -hmm. lifestyle journey, um, yeah, my why deepened uh, and it, you know, like it really is now about, uh, well, I love working with women particularly because yeah. I've had my journeys with, with that, the feminine, but also which is accompanying that is is intuition and how do yeah. we have a ride or die relationship with our okay. intuition. So we'll get into this just before. Can you be a bit more specific maybe on if, if you want to share yeah. a little bit like what did you do on your freedom lifestyle journey before before, oh, okay. before focusing on Hilly? Which okay, is what great. You so I had, um, so I tried a few things myself mm -hmm. <laughs> and realized I sucked at being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, like I had a business model for creating health change, actually, like 12 week online what? platform for okay. creating health change. Um, I didn't get off the ground. I was crap at being an entrepreneur. Then, uh, Isagenics, which was another network marketing company, mm -hmm. came along and I realized, and this is a clue to what I'll talk about later, no doubt, with intuition, my end result was helping people have health transformations. Mm. The how changed. So my crappy entrepreneurial business did not get off the ground, but then Isagenics came in and that was a way to create change. That was a way to get freedom. So that was great and I had quite a lot of success with that company, mm -hmm. but it didn't fully align. Mm -hmm. And then I stepped out of that after you know, four years um, and then went on to, to do a few of my own things. But I, I really explored a lot of different ways to bring my vision to life. And then, yeah, they weren't as effective as these mm. models. And when yeah. this came back around more aligned, uh, really pioneering in the wellness space yeah. and all the things that I knew were good about these models, I, yeah, it was the, 
it was it was the way to bring it to life mm. in its fullness. It's interesting because for me, I started also doing uh, online programs that didn't take off. Yeah. And, and got me more towards the network marketing route. Um, why? Well, let's say because it's closer in time when you compare the, the programs and then Isagenix, what made the difference that one worked and not the other? Well, I mean, it depends how you define work. Like Isagenix still worked. It, I created yeah, But I mean, Isagenix worked for you quite better than your business before. Oh, why that worked? Yeah. Oh, because like a lot of people, are, and this is why I talk a lot about genius, because... Mm -hmm. A lot of people are really good at what they're good at and they're not good at a lot of the other things. Mm. And I wasn't good at a lot of aspects of business. I didn't know business. I didn't know sales. I didn't mm. know marketing. I didn't know product development. I didn't know, you know, there's like yeah. they say you get into business for the 10% you're passionate about, which was me helping people mm. get healthy. And then there's 90% of the stuff that I'm crap yeah. at and know nothing about. Which is often the trap of the solopreneur, totally. right? Trying to do everything and the things they're not totally. good at. Have you read uh, The Big Leap? Yes. That's yes. why you got the uh, zone of genius Part concept? of, part of, I, like the, my intuitive, advanced mm. intuitive training has, it touches a lot on that, uh, a genius. But yeah, it, that's the thing. And you're doing it by yourself. You've got no support. You've got no mentorship. It's isolating. It's mm. many reasons it didn't work. Mm. And so when I entered into this business model, I'm all of a sudden around a high vibe community um, that thinks similar. I'm getting mentored by people that mm. are like several steps ahead. Um, I've got systems. I've got processes. I've got a proven product. You know, like yeah. all those other elements are there. So I got to do what I'm good at which is give a shit about people and help them create transformation in their lives. Yes. And so that's why it worked and I had great success. But like I said, there was not all the elements there, um, but we, we create and adjust. We mm. create and adjust and get closer and closer when we're committed to that vision. Nice. Yeah. So you talked about intuition. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you want to share a, a bit more about why working on your intuition is a powerful business tool yeah. and how to do it. Yeah, for sure. Like this is a topic I love to like debunk because I think, you know, it can be a bit woo-woo or a bit fluffy and like mm. not tangible. And the reason I got so into it was because I had just shit kicking moments in my life where my health was shit and finances were shit and I was looking to all these people for the right strategy or the right health plan or the right thing to eat or the right business model and I just kept going further and further investing more that was putting me further into debt and doing these health things which was throwing me more out of balance and I realized like I need to listen to me like mm. stop outsourcing my knowing and so I was really curious because a lot of times I thought I was listening to my intuition, but I was listening to my feelings. So I'm like, I want to master this. Like, I really want to get this piece. And so I started studying and I, I hired a coach for a year and I started studying advanced intuition with one of the best teachers of this in the world. And um, to me, what I've learned now is like a real structure, like structure has integrity uh, and it's like that dance of the masculine and feminine. Like there's a way and it's intuition slash creative development to create a tune in to an end result of what serves your highest good and the collective's highest good and get a real 
a real end result for what you would love to create in your life based on the fact that you're whole and complete. And then you've got something for your intuition to inform you about. If we're just listening to our intuition willy-nilly, like there's a chance it's not, you know, it's like uh, I feel like this or I feel like that. Like we need Mm. to give our intuition something to create a a focus, an end result. Uh, And then, you know, there's, there's ways to actually... You know, I can give you the three steps to really access our intuition in a reliable way. (laughs) But the other piece of this is that a lot of people, I think, don't do is that you also need real honesty with where you're at. And what happens when you know clearly what's true and where you're going and you know clearly and you're honest with yourself of where you're at, that creates a, a creative tension, which then forces your intuition to rise up and give you the next steps to bridge that gap from where you are to where you want to be. So it's like truth of where I'm at, what I would love to create and wisdom arises. It's like a triangle. Mm. A lot of people in that manifestation, alchemy kind of process either aren't clear on where they're going, Mm -hmm. aren't honest with where they're at or don't follow through on what their intuition says. And so that is the structure has integrity. And that's why I love teaching this in depth because it works. It really, really works. And it's a practice and it's a muscle to develop. Mm. And just quickly, um, the three ways to really access intuition. There's three steps or three ways? Three steps. (laughs) Good (laughs) clarification. You can tell I get excited about this. I could talk about this topic all day. But the first is innocence. Now, especially people that have done heaps of personal development, heaps of spiritual development, Mm. heaps of business, we think we know a lot and that actually completely blocks our intuition. And so coming into a space of childlike innocence, Mm. letting go of everything you think you know is the first step to access your super consciousness, a higher state. Mm -hmm. The second is observing what's obvious. Our intuition, like we know, is always that first thing that speaks to us before our mind kicks in and then Mm. tries to distort or change or like, you know, shift it. And then the third one, which is again, like takes us back to when we're younger, our imagination. Like when we get something obvious, intuition can speak to us through symbols or feelings or words or Mm -hmm. sounds. But we we let our imagination take it and, and... expand it and and people think oh but i'm imagining or i'm dreaming and it's like but that's how our soul Mm. speaks to us through our imagination and so these things obviously there's a lot more to it that we can't go in in 30 minutes but the the main point i want to get across is that it's the opposite sometimes of logic and reason uh, reason and rational and so it can take a while especially people that are quite in their heads Mm. to learn to really hear that in a voice and use it and access it in a reliable way um, where you can you can get the truth of things and you're not trying to compensate a lot of people even successful people put a lot of their energy into compensating or proving mm. when um, intuition just takes you to operate on a whole different level and mm. and really create things that have never been seen or done before nice you can tell I could rant on this all day. <laughs> yeah. Still, to go, to go a bit more in details about those three steps, yes. you talked about uh, tuning into a, a state of innocence. Yes. How do you do that? Good question. Well, 
I would guide you through it if we have more time. But ultimately, it's um, getting still. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go into a bit of a meditation and connecting with your heart. And sometimes, you know, even now, if, I was, if anyone listening, I'm to guide you, it's like you just soften your consciousness and you can feel yourself starting to connect with everything through all time and space. And you can even imagine yourself walking into a room and, you know, you see a a crib there and you see a a baby in that crib and then imagine yourself becoming that baby. So you're really – I can see Alex's face is getting into it. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, like, imagine yourself becoming that baby. You've got the good – gag uh, thing going on and and from that imagine yourself looking out through childlike eyes even imagine if it helps you seeing your parents like staring down at you as you're in this Mm. like um bassinet or whatever you want to call it and and seeing the world through childlike eyes and you know you're in it when you just feel this this sense of expansion and connection and an openness and a, and a receptivity and a, and a curiosity about the world. You getting it? Yeah, awakening from my baby consciousness because <laughs> we need to keep going with the podcast. But that was really nice. Well, you could tell we could go a bit deeper, yeah, but yeah. It, it puts you in... Um, a state where mm. we're not labeling and judging and, and putting everything in categories in the mind. It, mm. it takes us into a highly creative, highly aware and in tune state. Yeah. That's why kids are so That's on nice. it and intuitive. And then you observe, um, it can be visions, it can be, maybe for me, I often feel my body is contracting or expens- ex- expensive, probably expanding. Yeah. Well, th- there's more to it. Like we can choose to like, uh, get the truth of things we can choose to go into people's truest vision Mm. and what's called their land of plenty where their their vision sits in its most expanded form we can go into your genius we can go into your shadow like Mm. i could even look at you and tell you what i love is when i facilitate groups is people that have never met anyone you know will be like let's look at their shadow and they will tell you all your shit straight up like the thing is we think it's all concealed nicely here, mm. but when we learn to really train in intuition, we have access to all information about yeah. people. You know, when you meet someone and you get a bad mm. feeling about someone, like there's there's a reason. Like their body language, little things are telling you there's something mm. off here. That's why you what you called before the superconscious, right? So there's what you're conscious, the subconscious in your body, yeah. but the superconscious is kind of accessing that all knowledge. Yeah, yeah, like our our super consciousness is connected through all time and space and that's where often you know like steve jobs and you know we think of the greats of of business and entrepreneurship richard Branson, and all these people they talk about you know he knows in 30 seconds Mm. if he'll work with someone that is that is a a genius that is Mm. his super consciousness speaking to him and so i honestly believe that intuition is the most important skill we can develop in the 21st century for business and life because Things are changing so quickly mm. and, um, yeah, super consciousness, that's where people say, 
you know, you can't connect the dots looking forward and mm. it requires a radical trust, but mm. you can look back and mm. see how all those dots connected. Our mind can't do that. Our mind yeah. is very limited to what it knows. Mm. Nice. Um, also, you talked about being clear on when you, where you're going before doing those three steps. Mm. But that's also uh, can be a bit of a challenge in itself. So without going too much into details, you have things that helped you on that? Yeah, well, I do this process with people called um, your land of plenty, where we mm. get you into a bit of a meditative state. And you could do this at home with the three steps I've given you. But you step into a space where there's no limitation. And again, the important thing here is that it's based on what you would just love purely for the sake of having it. So many people have these goals, but they think they need that in order to attract, in order to have that. Mm. So it's like the difference between what I'd call a means goal and an ends goal. So some people think, oh, I need to earn this money before I can start my podcast, or yep. I need to lose weight before I can attract my soulmate partner. And that isn't a true end result. Mm. It's actually compensating for your perceived inadequacies, which is why we see so many people fail at creating change because it's not a true end result for mm. them. Does that make sense? Because yes. it's a really important piece to get. So, you know, it's it's a negative. It's what we call a negative vision, and it leads to more of that. Okay. Whereas if you choose something because you would purely just love to create it, mm -hmm. and that is your focus. It activates your super consciousness to create it. Mm. It activates and engages your natural talents and your yep. natural abilities, your natural abundance. And so it's, it's a totally different orientation to start coming from. And mm. it completely changes your level of joy and your level of um, ability to create. And it's, yeah, it, it it's literally life-changing when you when you really understand how to shift that orientation. Mm. Do you find there is um, you work mainly with women? That it's hard <laughs> that it's harder for men to have them access their intuition. N not necessarily. Um, I feel like you know it, it's one of those things we think like naturally. You know, it might be a bit more of a gift of women naturally to be more intuitive. I mean, we have cycles and things like that, which generally we, we can be a bit more connected to those rhythms and cycles in our intuition. I mean, people experience their intuition differently. But I know a lot of men that are, that are really connected. Yeah, but I, I would as a whole say women because it can also be tied in with like empathy and mm -hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes empathy and intuition are, are, are correlated, I've mm. realized, like that emotional intelligence. But I think, again, it's it, it's a skill that anyone can learn. So I don't think if someone was like, I really want to get great at intuition, I don't think, you know, men can't access mm. it in the same way women can. Okay. That answers your question. Yeah, it does, <laughs> it does. And, um, what excites you? Because you're quite a bit into feminine leadership. Yes. And even with in Healy, and I find in network marketing in general, it's mainly women. Yes. What excites me about that? Um, yes. What excites you about empowering women in particular? Yeah. Well, I, 
you know, we've we've done this big shift from the like the woman just stays at home and 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 you know doesn't have financial independence and then I think we swung out to the feminist movement which women thought they had to kind of be more masculine and like men to have success mm. and financial independence and I I feel like the the real new way that I'm about is mm. how do we be in our femininity in our intuition in our nurturing um you know, our, our naturally sit where we naturally want to sit as women mm. and still have financial independence and, you know, have it have it all. But, you know, from a space of nourishment and I, I believe that network marketing is the best model I've come across that has so many quali- uh, aspects to it that support the feminine. Like it's mm. – there's structures and systems, there's community, like women love to co-create um, – you know, it, especially the space we're in, it's really healing. Like women are the healers. Mm. We we can heal in a way that we don't have to use our own energy. We don't burn out. Um, yeah, we, we get to be intuitive. We get to be mm. creative. So I feel like it, it really holds women and that's why 70, 80% of women are uh, in network marketing and also I think there was a stat from the States about 80% of women that earn over $100,000 a year are in network marketing. So Do you mean 70% of the women in network marketing who make more than 100 no, no, no. are women? No, no, no. no. In, okay. in business. Oh, okay, wow. Or in, uh, this was an American stat, yeah. but like full stop, like 80% okay. of women that earn over... Are in network marketing. Are in network marketing. Oh, wow. Alex okay. is like, I like that stat. <laughs> but honestly, like these, um, I feel like that industry really, r- yeah, kind of revolutionized mm. business for women. And then women like me who were like, I want to have my own business but have no idea how. Uh, it's a really beautiful either transition mm. into entrepreneurship or just as a full-time proper profession because mm. it of all the reasons I've shared. Mm. So you work with Healy, which is a frequency device? Yes. You're interested in frequencies in general? I like a good frequency or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, like, you know, I, I've broken my leg recently and, yeah. you know. Do you want to share about that? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's two major. Healy supported me, like, since I've had it the whole way through. But when I first came across it, I was really struggling um, you know, we can't say cures, diagnose, yeah. treats, etc. But I was really struggling with some hormone and mental emotional imbalances. Yeah. I would say imbalances, um, and it really, really shifted me into a a, a balanced energy, focused, mm. got my vision back. Like everything in my life shifted last year in a, a powerful way. So I I really like Im- embody that, mm-hmm. um, and and felt my frequency shift literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my initial journey with it. And then when things happen, like I broke my leg jumping mm. off a 10-meter waterfall just before Christmas. Um, and to have something quite traumatic like that happen and then have this device that I could literally run three times a day, not only for pain but for inflammation, for my mental state. Like I've actually been pretty pain-free the mm. whole way through and it's recovering really quickly. So, yeah, it's it's – a tool that's there to support us through life really mm. and you told me just before about also how your intuition told you something at the time yeah well this goes back to you know when you're a, a teacher of something and you really want to master it life will really 
help Test you master you. <laughs> it. And I was sharing with Alex before, um, you know, we ran a ceremony. We were up in Lavina uh, on the 20th on solstice mm -hmm. and just it just wasn't flowing. And this goes to something I'm really big on as well is about being in the ease of life. And that doesn't mean that there's not creative tension and you have to get uncomfortable, but there's a difference. And, and this ceremony just things were just not flowing mm. with it. And intuitively I was like, something is off with this. Mm. And, you know, sometimes it's easier upon reflection. Looking back, I would have, but we already had all the people coming up yeah. and we had the shamans and the musicians yeah. and we had it. And, and Alex and I were talking about it. It was an integrity piece of like, I want to honor the commitments and the, what I've made to people, you know, a bit worried maybe about what people would think. But I knew something was off and then the ceremony was all right. But then the next day this this happened and there were a few things that next day as well that were obvious, right? Mm. And so it's it's been a huge initiation and, and my I feel like my institutions just up-leveled massively. But it was a real commitment to myself that like, like I have a ride or die relationship mm. with my intuition now. And it does require learning and mastery because... I know that that's what I want is to have the ride or die relationship. But that means really getting good at what's intuition and what's like, oh, I don't feel like it or it doesn't feel aligned for me. Like there is a difference. Mm. Uh, and my commitment is to the mastering and, and honoring of that in a voice that I know mm. to be true no matter what. And ca can you talk about making that differentiation between um, because we want to be reliable, too. So we don't totally. want uh, to have a. a Oh, I have a feeling about this event that I was putting together. I'm going to not show up and cancel because I don't have a feeling versus, okay, here there's a really clear sign from my intuition and maybe I won't be reliable, but that's so important that I follow my intuition that I will cancel, not show up. Totally. And I think that's massive. We were talking about that before, yeah. especially like, you know, sometimes in Bali we can be like, oh, you know, going with the flow and da-da-da. I think the important distinction is like, Again, what is the bigger end result that you're creating? So in that case, for me, that was a kind of step in the middle. The ceremony was about bringing together leaders that want to be part of land projects. And that was actually my end mm. result. So therefore, that step in the middle isn't necessarily going to make or break that end result, you know. So, the, But the thing was, um, you can get the truth of things. Like you can intentionally say you've got a project or and it also is like where's it coming from that's mm. really important too but you can like step into a circle and be like what's the truth of this using those steps I shared and step mm -hmm. in and if I was to do that the truth of that was like this is just not the right time to be doing this okay. you know like so we can get curious and if we're going for the truth rather than our feelings and our thoughts about something, mm -hmm. if we go for the truth of something, we'll often get an insight into what's really happening. Mm. Yeah. And you talked about ceremonies with shaman, something we're very open to talk about in this podcast. Great. Love it. Is it, uh, you can give details, is it something that uh, you feel put you more in touch with your intuition? Totally. Like, um, I again, followed my intuition start of last year and got led to a, a friend who's a shaman and a very successful entrepreneur just invited me around, didn't realise it was my birthday, to do a mushroom cacao ceremony. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't explored mushrooms before 
and literally that was January of last year I saw all the things that were going to happen in the world that year like not everything exactly but I got the essence of it and did I, you invest in bitcoins then and no I didn't that, <laughs> actually that came to me in a recent mushroom ceremony okay. and I've actually interviewed a few people about both bitcoin and there's a connection with that and psilocybin and that's a whole probably other podcast um but I saw that I felt what was coming and I also saw my place in it. It was like move out of your house, say yes to Healy. Like I, mm. I, I saw it and um, very clearly and it was very grounded as well. Like it wasn't this like mm. – it was like, oh, these are, this is a practical mm. thing I can implement and I just trusted that and mm. so much magic opened up. And so, yeah, again, when I'm guided to, not just because all the time, I'll, I'll – yeah, that, that's been quite a tool for me. And one thing I will say with that, it's like I'm, I really believe these tools are important because, you know, we're, we're doing this shift in consciousness. But it's like, again, not becoming dependent. It's like get, get, the, get the insight, mm. get the clarity, action it. And I, I just see sometimes I'm a big, like you, world bridger. And I feel like people go really deep into that but don't integrate sometimes the – and I've done it myself, like mm. the lessons and the clarity. Uh, and likewise, we can be too in the – the three D mm. did it hustle get it done and and not take time to access the higher wisdom. Not saying it has to be plants, but yeah, I feel like we become very powerful in the world where we we can really integrate. Yeah, you know yeah. these tools with real world they ground results. That ground that in <laughs> and build bring it into manifestation in the totally. physical world. Yeah. Well, we're going to approach the end of this podcast what's uh, next for you sarah and how can people follow you uh well you can follow me on social media i'm sure there's put links somewhere to mm -hmm. something um but yeah on social media i'm running uh intuition advanced intuition training day on the 27th and um, which will be online like a re online retreat i call it um where we we're going to be going deeper into these principles that i've lightly touched on today um and I'll be in Bali. I've got a podcast I've just started called Sirens of Joy, which is uh, specifically more aimed at feminine leadership, female leaders. Um, and, you know, we'll just be hanging out in the Evolve Healy community. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And probably many other things that will oh, projects happen that in the are near, being near creating. future. Totally. Mm. Land is my next thing. Mm. Yeah. Creating conscious mm. communities yes. here in Bali. Uh, yes, and mm. then Bitcoin's a whole other thing okay. we can riff on well, another day. I'm I'm big on that, and it's kay. embraces feminine principles as well. The okay. the essence of that, so I'm big on that too. Okay, well let's keep chatting. <laughs> 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 thank you everyone who listened, and thank you so much, Sarah, for uh, sharing your enthusiasm, your passion, and uh, your knowledge about intuition, especially. Do you have a last word for the listener? No, I just have had a ball. Uh, I'm no doubt. I always believe when you tune into something like this, if you take at least one thing and, and take that into your life, that, you know, magic can happen. And, um, yeah, I honor you for, obviously, if you're here, you're on, on that journey of creating impact in the world. So honoring you for that. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you're you again. Welcome. Bye. Thank you for taking some of your precious time to listen to this podcast. If you stayed until the end, I assume it was insightful. If you like this podcast, please share with friends. Remember, 
that if you tag us in your Instagram story at the Light Leaders Podcast, we will repost. Tell us what you've learned. You can also leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Now, if you think I can help you grow your sole mission business, you can register for a free 15-minute coaching call with me. Go to www.thelightleaders.org slash free call. Thank you again and let's co-create the Conscious New Earth together.